Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 151. Once, when I was in the kitchen with Sister N, she got a little upset with me and as a punishment ordered me to sit on the table while she herself continued to work hard, cleaning and scrubbing. And while I was sitting there, the sisters came along and were astounded to find me sitting on the table, and each one had her say. One said that I was a loafer, and another, what an eccentric. I was a postulant at the time. Others said, what kind of a sister will she make? Still, I could not get down because the sister had ordered me to sit there by virtue of obedience until she told me to get down. Truly, God only knows how many acts of self-denial it took. I thought I'd die of shame. God often allowed such things for the sake of my inner formation, but he compensated me for this humiliation by a great consolation. During benediction, I saw him in great beauty. Jesus looked at me kindly and said, My daughter, do not be afraid of sufferings. I am with you. Once I had night duty, and I was suffering greatly in spirit because of the painting of the image, and I no longer knew which way to turn because they were constantly trying to convince me that the whole thing was an illusion. On the other hand, one priest said that perhaps God wanted to be worshipped through this image, and therefore I ought to try to get it painted. Meanwhile, my soul was becoming extremely exhausted. When I entered the little chapel, I brought my head close to the tabernacle, knocked and said, Jesus, look at the great difficulties I am having because of the painting of this image. And I heard a voice from the tabernacle, My daughter, your sufferings will not last much longer. One day I saw two roads. One was broad, covered with sand and flowers, full of joy, music, and all sorts of pleasures. People walked along it, dancing and enjoying themselves. They reached the end without realizing it, And at the end of the road, there was a horrible precipice, that is, the abyss of hell. The souls fell blindly into it. As they walked, so they fell. And their number was so great that it was impossible to count them. And I saw the other road, or rather a path, for it was narrow and strewn with thorns and rocks. And the people who walked along it had tears in their eyes, and all kinds of suffering befell them. Some fell down upon the rocks, but stood up immediately and went on. At the end of the road, there was a magnificent garden filled with all sorts of happiness, and all these souls entered there. At the very first instant, they forgot all their sufferings. Once, when there was adoration at the convent of the Sisters of the Holy Family, I went there in the evening with one of our sisters. As soon as I entered the chapel, the presence of God filled my soul. I prayed as I do at certain times without saying a word. Suddenly I saw the Lord who said to me, Know that if you neglect the matter of the painting of the image and the whole work of mercy, you will have to answer for a multitude of souls on the day of judgment. After these words of our Lord, a certain fear filled my soul and alarm took hold of me. Try as I would, I could not calm myself. These words kept resounding in my ears. 
so I will not only have to answer for myself on the day of judgment, but also for the souls of others. These words cut deep into my heart. When I returned home, I went to the little Jesus, fell on my face before the blessed sacrament, and said to the Lord, I will do everything in my power, but I beg you to be always with me and to give me strength to do your holy will, for you can do everything while I can do nothing of myself. Here St. Faustina shares a very strange incident from when she was a postulant. Postulancy comes before novitiate. The sisters put on the habit when they enter the novitiate, and that is the beginning of the religious life. So postulancy is the equivalent of being a resident candidate for the community. She was still known by her baptismal name, Helen, then. Only at novitiate did she take the name Saint Faust- Sister Faustina. The footnotes give some context to this incident. The sister who was working with her, Sister Marciana, had asked Helen to wash and to put away the dishes, and then Sister Marciana left, leaving Helen alone. She began to do the work, but sisters kept coming in for the second shift of the dinner, and some asked Helen to serve them dinner, and others asked her to do some other favor, and she didn't want to refuse, so she served each one but then her work wasn't getting done. Then when Sister Marciana came back, she saw that the work wasn't done, and she assumed that Helen was just being lazy. So to teach her a lesson, she gave that very strange order to her to sit on the table. Now, it's not uncommon in convents to do a public penance in front of everyone. For instance, to lie prostrate on the floor of the dining room in front of everyone with your arms stretched out like a cross. But it certainly is embarrassing. And so that strange order, that penance that she received was so strange, St. Helen or St. Faustina actually hesitated to obey the order. And then Sister Marciana said to her, is this what your obedience is like, Helen? So she obeyed. Now she misunderstood the question, thinking that she had been ordered to do so by virtue of obedience. Now this phrase refers to an order that only a superior can give, and it concerns a very serious matter. Now Sister Marciana wasn't her superior, she was only a sister who was working with her in the kitchen, so she didn't have the right to uh, make an order like that, and and this wasn't that serious of a matter. Nevertheless, St. Faustina obeyed, and she grew through the humiliation. Jesus can use everything to help us to grow spiritually. And St. Faustina received a reassurance of Jesus in the tabernacle uh, regarding the painting of the Divine Mercy image. Uh, The vision of the two roads was certainly very sobering. It reflects the gospel uh, message. And then Jesus tells us how important the mission of the Divine Mercy image is and the whole message. Uh, Many souls uh, were saved through the years because they looked on the image or they celebrated the feast or they went to confession in preparation for the feast. So the Lord was holding her responsible for these souls. So let's pray to the Lord that we will receive grace to fulfill the particular mission that the Lord has assigned to each one of us. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, 
I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.